All right, people, if you have listened to this podcast before, you know Art of the Trek is a great place to plan your backpacking trips. Our friends over at Art of the Trek are working hard to research and add things like campsites, trailheads, and scenic locations to their public map. The good news is that you can now add your own points of interest to the map and help your fellow adventurers plan their trips. That's pretty cool. If you have something like a favorite campsite, trailhead, or a scenic location that you'd like to share with others, please head over to artofthetrek.com, turn on some points of interest from the overlays menu, and select the orange plus sign at the bottom of your screen to help your fellow hikers plan the best trips possible. If you contribute at least a dozen or so of these, Art of the Trek is going to send you a free swag bag. That's pretty sweet. Welcome back. Backcountry BSing number 70. Um, Scott's back. We have a pretty special thing we're going to do today. And this was kind of um, it's kind of an interesting idea, I thought. Yeah, it was kind of a cool concept. You, you just mentioned it. and I just kind of pitched it. Yeah. Uh, first, before we get into that. Scott, what are we drinking? So we literally just Scott this always morning, brings scoops um, over. So we, if you if you haven't tuned in, I'm just going to shamelessly plug. No, yeah. please do. Endeavor Brewstillery's YouTube channel. We just had our Friday live at five happy hour. So I'm already like two beers deep. Here. I put a link to your channel in the description. Thank you much, yeah. sir. Yeah. Um, the least I can do. So we talked about that. We met with our brewmaster today, and we canned out two beers fresh this morning. So this is canned this morning. This morning, literally, yeah. We finished up with a saga. A little bit before noon, and that one about three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, the Icelandic Saga is back in cans, and this is our gall. Smooth, yeah. Imperial IPA. So, if I just ask you guys, what ABV do you think that is? I, it tastes low. It but, tastes like six, yeah. is what most people say. It's eleven. What, Scott? Scott, you're coming on here giving us a. We have to plan yeah. a backpacking trip. I know. That's why I'm going to drink the four point seven Icelandic Saga. Easy, <laughs> Scott, sandbagging us now. Why does this not taste like an 11% beer? Well, there's a few reasons why that is. One is that our brewer knows what he's doing. We have really good equipment, and we've used a yeast that has a high tolerance for high levels of alcohol. So a Brut Reserve Belgian-style yeast that can handle 11% alcohol and not go into autolysis and create a lot of stress on that yeast, which creates a lot of off flavors. Okay. You know, a lot of times when people have a big beer, you get a lot of, like syrupiness to it where it's almost like a robitussin sensation yeah. in your mouth and these weird yeah yeah so it's not it's not that to me is not pleasant this is also very dry so it's a brute reserve meaning that it's actually a lower density than water i would have never thought that that was 11 percent. no that's yeah. dangerous yeah that that's dangerous. i feel like that number should be hot, bigger on the can <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <it's> we, <laughs> that's why it's brute with kind of a violent roman you know invasion scene there Sasquatch is definitely hidden in that can. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, as you were talking, I bet it's in the Coliseum. There you go. Is it? Oh, it is. It's right there. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Um, nice. it's, it's funny because, uh, the, there was a bottle shop that had two locations in Columbus. They just closed down during COVID, but they were called yeah. Craft a Draft. And, uh, the guy who owns it, Mike, shout out. He's awesome. He was one of the most knowledgeable beer guys in Columbus. Nice. And he tried when we first made this beer a while back, Cameron brought a sample he said, how strong is this beer? And Cameron told him. And he looked right at him and said, you're trying to kill someone, aren't That's you? pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, you could. this tastes like an all-day IPA. Like, it doesn't taste alcoholic at all. Until you have your first one. 
then you try to. I'm glad. I'm glad you told me. I would have just yeah. drank this like it was like a regular. IPA. I should have told you and not. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> oh, I gotta go pick up someone at the airport later. Yeah. yeah, that's also why we have it in four packs and not six packs. I uh, should have. I should have uh, figured that out. Um, awesome. Okay, <laughs> nice. so I'm only gonna have one of these. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming. So the yeah. uh, the genesis of this was. Um, we are going to be going out to Colorado with Scott this summer. Um, we got, you know, a rough uh, time frame. We got a rough time of the summer. We're going to go and we were just texting and we are going to get together um, and plan the backpacking trip. And I was like, well, wouldn't it be cool if we just did it live as a podcast? And uh, we could talk about planning a trip in general and then we can plan this trip specifically. Um, so I thought, I, I thought it'd yeah. be kind of a fun idea. And, um, First, because I saw I saw the comments, Team Moderna is back. Oh yes, uh, you're Team Moderna too. I, yeah, um, and oh, Moderna too kicked oh, my kicked oh, my. Oh, hold, on, hold on, yeah. oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, first okay. Moderna kicks you and then brings you back <laughs> yeah, up. Uh, exactly. When they say that only like four out, only one out of five people experience side effects. That is, yeah. Yeah. Shot, that is horse yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah. And then also here's my funny story. When I got, when I got the second one, you know, the, right before the, the lady gave it to me, she's like, yeah, there's just some side effects. Uh, it's, you know, just a sore arm. And I just started laughing. I'm like, no, there's more than that. And, uh, it, it was, um, you know, it, it wasn't as bad for me as I think it was for you or I you like, a, I was only in like dire straits for like eight hours. I, I was down for a That's, day and a half. Yeah. Mine was, I, you know, I was fine. Like we did our podcast. I got my, sh when we were on my channel last week. But how far in were you? I got mine at like 10 o'clock that morning. Okay. So, oh, so you, uh, you no, but, the, but right when you got hours home, later, yeah. two o'clock in the morning, I woke up and was in a bad way until probably 12 to 14 hours after so like four or five o'clock that next day i was starting to feel better just wiped out i was um yeah i was pretty bad for like eight hours but like 48 hours of feeling a little off yeah so can't wait to get the booster yeah <laughs> i was down for a day and a half it was awful well yeah but we i honestly i don't want to detract yeah. people from getting the vaccine get it yeah yeah it is worth it i mean Knowing and it's it takes two weeks to reach full effectiveness after the second shot, so we're not yeah. there yet. But just knowing you have, it just it's such a good feeling. Like yeah. I am just ready to go to the bar. Like I'm yeah. traveling. <laughs> I don't care. Looking doorknobs again. I do not get. I know. A crap. I know a guy that owns a bar. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's helpful. He's kind of an ale. Um, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, Team Moderna's back. Second shot is a, re a real kick in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this guy. You can watch the baby monitor. Yeah, I, I, I'm used to it. Believe me. Um, uh, we're back though, ready to plan this trip. Okay, so we are not going to say um, the exact time we're going. Um, it will be in the summer, uh, but we're we, looking July, August. Yeah. You know, so people know Colorado climate. So yeah. one thing I do want before we actually get into this trip, one thing I did want to talk a little bit about is just considerations in general when you go to plan a backpacking trip. So. First is, what do you guys have to do to pay off your wives? Oh, I have yeah, wife dollars. Yeah, yeah, it costs money. It, it costs Andy actual money. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I, see, Scott, <laughs> Scott, that might be better than what Scott has to do. <laughs> I actually, mine's actual physical cash. <laughs> wow, but how how does that work with with the wife? Yeah, quick pay. Oh, seriously? 
It, yeah, I uh, or I'll just say you know just credit card or yep. whatever. But uh, yeah, it costs money. Um, That's so. I, I have a, a friend of mine, uh, Juarez Suarez, who's from Brazil, and I've climbed a few peaks with him. So we climbed Aconcagua down in Chile. Then he came up to Denali as part of our Denali team a few years back, and. I got to meet his wife and kids when they were visiting Santiago, Chile, like just passing through yeah. randomly. And his wife was telling me that every time he does a big climb, you know, he's gone for three weeks a month. She does something. So one year they adopted a dog. Does he have children? The next year she read. Yeah. He has a couple of, okay. couple okay. of kids. All right. The next year she redid their entire kitchen, okay. you know, but she won't tell him what she's going to do, but she does something big. Does she do it gone. during that three I don't, weeks? I don't yes, know if we want during our lives the time to be listening to this. So <laughs> let's just stick with cash. <laughs> yeah, just stick with the straight up cash. But so it was hilarious. He's like, "Yes, every time I go, I do not know what I'm going back to." And it's just like you know, something is different in his life significantly. That's pretty impressive yeah. to do a kitchen rehab in three weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. St- so she had had it all lined up. Okay. Wow. Unfortunately, I don't do anything for my wife i i take it as like you get a break from me <laughs> so i can kind of sell it that way um okay but actual considerations for planning a backpack trip so yeah. sp- specific to this colorado trail like things that we potentially ca- can care about like how um how much of a pain is it to get to the place from the airport these are yeah. things that these are like considerations absolutely and this and first of all like what are you, are you traveling? Are you flying? Are you taking a road trip? These are all also considerations. Yeah. Because if, if you're flying and we've done it before where we go straight to the trail. So like there's no care, there's no spare clothes. There's no, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've done that before. That's another consideration. And especially if you're, if you don't have a rental car to leave stuff so in that's or another a locker thing. at the airport or we, someone's um, house. Yeah. We always try to avoid renting cars. Yeah. It's sometimes it's unavoidable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just so silly to rent a car to have it Park. sit at a trailhead. Totally. So one thing, um, like when we're planning trips, now this doesn't apply to this trip because you know we have some nice, yeah. some nice features. We'll, we'll get there. This, yeah. But uh, one thing we always kind of investigate is if there are local outfitters that drive you to the trailhead, because in a lot of places that exists. Sure. And um, it's actually crazy to me. Now, Art of the Trek is doing this. So Art of the Trek is this company that sponsored some of our videos. And they're they're doing this for free right now. Where you, we not They're not shuttling people. But they will, like, if you just tell them, I want to go somewhere for four days, they'll plan the whole thing. Will they plan the transportation? I'm sure if you asked them to, they would. Like, how do I get from A to yeah, B? Yeah, I'm sure they. If, you, if you're like, hey, I need transportation, they would. Um, but anyway, there's no resource other than what I just talked about that does any of this. It's all like... Yeah. YouTube videos, message boards, mm-hmm. reaching out to people on Instagram. And it kind of, it throws kind of a curveball into this whole process. Yeah. Um, especially if you want to go somewhere that's like deep. Reminds me of a business model. My buddy Eric and I talked about on our last backpacking trip. We'll talk about that later. Oh yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Is it shuttling people to the trip? Is it Scott's expedition <laughs> yes. service? No, it's basically just a van. <laughs> <laughs> I've removed the word candy that's been spray painted on the side <laughs> and apply a logo of some kind. Yeah. Um, so travel a good consideration. Um, if you need to, if you need to, have, like hotels on the way to, um, I'm trying to think of like if you go to Glacier or something and you got to fly somewhere, you might have to stay at a hotel on the way. Like when we went to Isle Royale, that's another consideration. And we haven't even gotten to the logistics of the actual trip itself, yeah. like parking at the trailhead if you have to, water sources 
campsites. Got to get fuel, food. That's too. A, oh, fuel. those are both good. Those fuel. are both good yeah. things. Because um, we, whenever we fly, we got to stop and get uh, camping fuel. And depending on your airline and where you're going, how much weight's allowed, you know, if food is part of that or not. So that's you know, a, there's all kinds of. So that's like for the TRT, we're kind of running into that. Like mm-hmm. I cannot. I cannot take two weeks worth of backpacking food with me on the plane with like, I yeah. don't know if I can. You got to buy some locally, you know, that's like 30 pounds. Well, are you flying Southwest? Southwest is too free. Too that's free, true. Yeah. One of my, one of my baggage things could just be a thing food. filled with backpacking <laughs> food. Um, yeah. When I, when my wife and I drove around Iceland, when we developed this beer, actually we drove the rim road and we brought an entire duffel full of, basically camp food because we were just in a camper oh, van right, right, and like right. food in Iceland is so expensive yeah. that we're like, we can throw, you know, $200 worth of camping food in this duffel and it's going to save us a grand. Uh, That'll save I you a this shirt. Yeah. We, uh, we just made some more. Is of these this new? Are, no, we've had this for a little while. We've Not got a blue to entirely one. change the subject, yeah, but that's a uh, sick shirt. Endeavor national park. So. Um, sorry. Okay. Back to food, but that's a good consideration. I don't think about food because on all, our big trips, we've been able to bring it with us or mail it out there. That's another thing you can do. Um, I didn't think about fuel. And sometimes the fuel consideration actually changes what stove we bring with us. Absolutely. Because it's a lot more of a pain sometimes to get alcohol than it is to yep. get a canister. Yeah, it kind of depends on if you're going to an outfitter town or a normal town. Right. Because yeah. if you're at a place with a Home Depot, then, oh, you can grab a gallon of the fuel bin. You got to put it in a smaller container. Yeah, right. And then you, you got, got, you got this leftover. of like a cord or, I know. You know, uh, my so for alcohol, my go-to is gas station. Get the heat bottle. The heat, yeah. Um, or like go if you go to a place that's an outfitter town, you can go to an REI. Yeah. And get a camping. My go-to is I just get the faints from my distillation process. From yeah, that's cheating. And <laughs> fill up a liter and tape it up and bring it. That's in. cheating, yeah. but that's yeah. awesome. You can do that. Yeah, but it's actually because you can fly with alcohol. If it's like packaged alcohol, just not fuel. So mine is technically. So like, do you have a, can you have to carry put it, a bunch right? of like do you have to put it in the one ounce container? No, but he could check. You no, could I check. Could check a, yeah, I could check. You know, a bottle of vodka. Can you? Um, Why not? A, can you also drink this alcohol? Yeah. So like, when we went to Al Royal, people brought Everclear because it was more efficient. That's what I'm bringing. So. Oh, so this eleven percent stuff. There you go. Walk in the park. What's some ninety six percent Everclear? <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. It's 96%. 96%. Yep. So Does it evaporate really fast? 200 proof or whatever? It can, yeah. So you can never have 100% or 200% or 200 proof alcohol because it forms an azeotrope. Here's science, you know, and it uh, draws in moisture from the air. So okay. the minute you expose it to air, it will draw in that moisture. So to get it to pure alcohol, you need to like dry it in a laboratory kind of setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets really crazy really fast. So in practical terms... 95, 96% is more or less the highest you can actually get alcohol okay. in real everyday practical life. I see what you mean. Because yeah, don't they, to get 200 proof, don't they have to add stuff to it to like de or like, don't they? It's a drying process yeah. that's only laboratory, but then once you expose it to air, it just sucks out, up yeah, water. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so. cool. Yeah. Any other considerations you can think of before we actually get into this trip? Uh, people should watch our Colorado, uh, Colorado Trail series on how we broader that was a good thing um now we don't have to deal with this on this trip and we'll get to why but when we on our last colorado trip like just flying with a pack because we couldn't stow luggage anywhere yeah we what we did and we like went up to the southwest counter and we told them what we were doing and they loved it we we had to pack like and we needed some for the return trip we just took a big trash bag 
put it a pack around it, and then duct taped the trash bag yep. and just left the carrying handle out the top oh, yeah. of the trash bag, and they put the luggage tag through it, and they loved it. I've seen that with industrial shrink wrap, too. Yeah. You can get the yeah. big, like, basically saran wrap and wrap it around stuff. And the only the only downside to that approach is you need to carry extra stuff for the yeah. way back. So we carried, like, extra trash bags and luggage tape to fly home with. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a good way. Now the the other the way we'll do it these times around are I literally just have like an actual suitcase that the pack fits in with everything. Sure. But the the trash bag with the duct tape worked really well. And then we just looked like hood rats at the baggage claim in 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 the airport on the and like after we landed just ripping our packs out of the yeah. out of the trash bags. We're like what are you doing? Um that was a good consideration though. Yeah, that that's not my idea. That was online. And that was like a uh, what are those uh, contractor garbage bags? Like, yeah, like real the thick, big. The ones. trash compactor ones are really nice. Yeah, they're yeah. thick. But the, the contractor ones. Are... Um, okay, that was good. Yeah, I can't think of anything else um, in general. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you've got your your logistics right. So from my point of view, you've got to think about a few different things. One, there's your your primary logistics, like kind of all the stuff we were talking about. But to me, almost the most important thing is sort of the spirit of the trip, and making sure that everyone in the group is sort of on the same page. That is a very good you know, yeah. This is something that most groups of people completely are. If you're going solo anywhere, you know just innately what kind of trip you want. Yeah. You don't have to have this conversation with yourself. Point. But like so many times when you get out there with a group and the larger the group, the more important this yeah. is that let's make sure we're all in the same. So if one person's out there, we're going to do 25 miles a day yeah. and like we're going to get the mileage in, and the other person's like, I'm just down here to kick my heels up and yeah. like make a campfire in the evenings and sit in a chair yeah. and make some barbecue. This is a great point. It's going to be a harsh trip yeah. because those two personalities and I'm kind of, I, I like both ways. I don't care. You know what I mean? But Scott, we're not doing 20 mile days. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't happening. Deal. Deal. Um, but it's sort of like, <laughs> just there's sometimes when people have out. very strong opinions about what something should be yeah and not everyone's on the same page this is a good this is a really good consideration though and, and, and we have experience we have yeah. and, and and i say that because we have direct experience with this sure. um but that's a good thing i wouldn't have <laughs> thought i wouldn't have thought of when talking about this sure. especially if you're uh if you're doing if you're flying somewhere for a long period of time bigger trip yeah, yeah. you got like eight days yeah yeah i know and, and you have like you've got to go from point a to point b and uh, you have a flight to catch and yep. transportation lined up. Like, hope everybody yeah. planning on doing that. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll see you at the airport. Yeah. Good yeah. Good point, though. Um, all right. So I'm going to let, Scott, I'm going to let you preface this trip because you're the pro here. We're going to Colorado. That's all. That's all. We're going to Colorado. We have a general idea of what we want to do, but you have proposed a few options. Yeah. And I know we can work through them. And how this is going to work, everybody, is um, I'm basically just going to pull up a, a web browser on the screen. We've got books here. We've got laptops. And we're just going to go through the the process. Um, I mean, I got no set agenda for it. I'm going to let you kind of drive it because you have a lot more experience in Colorado <laughs> than we do. And then when, and when it comes specifically, you know, if we do some 14ers, mm -hmm. you, uh, I have zero experience with that. So yep. um, I'm going to kind of let you father this trip. So we should, I don't know if that's the right we, term. We should, <laughs> we should. That's so creepy. That's weird. That's Speaking about weird. a candy van, it does sound weird. We should probably start out with how many days yeah. are we going to go for? So let's start out with the, with the topicals. Yep. So I'm thinking, and I know we've already kind of discussed this. It's a shorter trip. Three nights, four days. Yeah. Um, maybe 
maybe with the option of a fourth night. I, I don't know. Um, definitely three nights, four days. And then I don't have a mileage in mind because I know that depends on what. And, and, and another thing we're going to get into is we would like to do something on the Colorado trail. Doesn't have to be on the Colorado trail. Um, and that, and, and then we, and I, I like the idea of doing a 14 er that's why we've got this here. But other than that, it's pretty open-ended. Now, something we don't necessarily have to worry about with this trip um, is travel logistics won't be as difficult. Um, like, like proximity to the Denver airport isn't necessarily a huge consideration for this trip. No. Um, the farther away we get into really remote areas, then the more difficult it will become. But so to set the scene, my, I'm blessed. My family has a place in Evergreen, Colorado, which is about an hour from the airport, uh, 45 minutes outside of Denver. And we have a car out there. I'm also going to be driving my family car. So we can be dropped off. We can leave a car at one end of a trail. See, we're we can spoiled. get picked up. Get we can spoiled. do a linear trail. Like, we can we can do a lot of different options. So depending on what we decide to do, it's more about talking to the wife and will you drop a car off here, then drop us off here, or will you drop us off and pick us up here four days later? Yeah, see, see that's, this even makes the planning harder because we have way more options yeah. of what we can do. Exactly, but, that, but that's also the problem with the Colorado Trail because it's. I mean, you can probably build some sections into some loops with some other trails, but you know they're. Either, there's you know, no loop. There's no loop in this. Well, what right? would be really cool would be to, we we're talking about going down to potentially the collegiate area, so and I'm you gonna, can do a big loop. But I mean, that's a that's more than three nights to do the because there's know, a split. You know what to, I'm talking uh, about down yep, yep. down the collegiate. Uh, so let's let's pull up the um, let's pull up the Colorado Trail here. Yeah. So, you, so people can see if I can find my freaking cursor. I even have my glasses on. So the reason they call it the cursor. <laughs> oh man, dad jokes. Dude, you've been with, you've been on it all day with the dad jokes. <laughs> all right, I'm it's like my life, up, man. It's not I'm all day. I'm gonna just pull up the um, Colorado Trail map, and I'll 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 share my screen for the people um, people listening or watching. Yeah, so right there in the middle, you've got a huge loop. So, oh oh, almost. I can't see a cursor. Why aren't you clicking? Oh, that's why. You're up there. No, no, no. It's because OBS has decided that it it doesn't want to uh, hold on. Oh no! I'm trying to pull up my screen here so you guys can see the Colorado Trail, but OBS does not want to do that. Um. Anyway, the Colorado Trail splits while I try and pull this up. It splits, so it starts in Denver. It goes to Durango. Do you know the total? It's like what, five hundred miles? It's 487. Four, yeah, it's just under five. Yeah, four, um, so that sounds like right. Yeah. yeah, there we go. That's what I needed to do. See how that works? Okay, it's sh it's the same trail for two hundred some miles of the Continental Divide as well. Now, and that's right around. So the area we're talking about, so you guys can see. Um, so this little split right here is what Scott's referring to. So it starts in Denver here, weaves it weaves its way to Durango here. 500, four to 500 miles. Um, there is this collegiate wilderness split. And I've heard one of the ways is better than the other way. Do you know that? I mean, I'm, I'm sure many people have that opinion. I'm not sure which. Okay, I don't remember which way it is. Okay. I want to say west. Okay. But I've heard one of the ways is better. Okay. okay. Back to what you were saying, though, is 
is doing this loop, which is something you talk about. That's that's massive. That's, that's what that's like what's like a hundred miles. It's yeah, I, w- I would think it's probably, which makes it probably 150, 200 mile loop. Scott, we can't, you know, we, no, we can't so do that in four days. If we, had, <laughs> if, we had, if we had two weeks, that's something we'd consider, but not. Okay, so. Wait, so you can't do that in front of us. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> not, correct. Not in the shape, correct. Not in the shape I'm correct. currently in could I possibly consider doing um, But that's what you're saying is if you if you had a couple weeks and could you nail some 14ers on this little Yeah, loop? so the cool thing about right down in there is there's a number of 14ers that aren't on the trail, but they're adjacent to. And so one of the big things that I wanted to ask you guys before we get super deep into certain areas was what sort of trip do you guys want and what ratio? So I'm going to describe two extremes. Okay. And both extremes are options. Okay. But hybrid is also an option. Okay. But then where on that scale? Okay. So I like this. One extreme is no 14ers, no climbing, nothing like that. It's linear in mileage okay okay the other extreme is we're just out to peak bag and when you're peak bagging mileage goes out the window so it's all about vertical feet so you're talking about well this is four thousand up and four thousand in a day you know so you're talking about your vertical because your mileage is pretty compressed typically Mm -hmm. but it's all about your your vertical ascents i i don't want to do peak just sole peak okay (laughs) that's why i but i would I w- I've never done a 14er. So I love, I like yeah. the, the hybrid is, is speaking to and me. And so, so the other, so in, in that option, if we were peak bagging, what we would do is you'd be, you'd be backpacking in to a central camping location, right? Let's see a couple miles in, however many miles we need to get into a central location of which there are maybe three or four, 13 or thousand, 14 foot peaks okay. surrounding us. We would drop tents, we'd camp. We could bring more comfortable stuff because you're not carrying all that stuff. But then you have a peak bag where you're just taking up a couple layers, snacks, water, emergency stuff. And you climb that mountain one day and you camp out. You climb that mountain, maybe you connect it on a saddle, then you're back down. You know, and you can really have a lot of fun doing these trips that aren't about linear miles backpacking. Yeah. But you're you're bagging a few peaks in one central camping location in a few days. Well, so see, that does sound pretty cool. So let me propose <laughs> a, a hybrid of the hybrid. Yes. Could we do something where we do that, but in like two different locations, not bagging four peaks, but I mean, sure. backpack, camp, peak bag, backpack, camp, peak bag, done. So there's a few places that we might be able to do something similar. Is that feasible in four days? Well, if we're talking about transporting in cars and driving to different trailheads and in right, and out, because right. when you're talking about peak bag, it's about the approach in the descent, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, but like the approach is typically getting up to base camp. So we'd be trekking in, setting up a base camp, back in a few peaks, packing up, trekking out. Um, there's a few places very close to this loop area, actually, where we can probably do a bit of a linear trail. We can either drop a car off or be dropped off and picked up on both sides and decide whether we want one or two or even three peaks off the trail. What, um, love it. What kind of linear trail distance would we be doing here? Let's say, let's say we wanted to do two 14ers. Two 14ers. Okay. So, so one, like, so we're there for four days. So hike in. Yeah, I don't know. Camp a right. little. I, I don't know if you could do two I actually, four days. Though. I actually created an and itinerary. Oh, by the way, I, we, we oh, talk, Matt Hippies, yeah, shout out. Yeah. We, we talked about, we were talking about, about you all before this podcast. So Mad Hippie's life. 
excellent resource. They, they live out there, don't yeah. they? Yeah. San Luis, San Luis Peak well, Loop using that. Stewart there Creek Trail and Colorado Trail bag 14er San Luis Peak on the way. Yeah, that. San Luis. That could be cool. What do, okay, what do you got? Um, so, thank you for the thank you for all the information, everybody. By the way, yeah. I'm so the really cool thing, and and I will say this: like 14ers has become a thing. You know this this Gary Roach guide, Colorado's 14ers peak bagging in general has become a thing. It has. Um, and do you will, do the Summit beer thing? You drink it out of your shoe. I that's mean, what everybody does on right? Instagram. Out of the shoe? Yeah, that's disgusting. That's that pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I have yeah, like yeah. I uh, I. Rolled up Princeton uh, last summer with my buddy, and um, we brought some Endeavor beers, some delicious Endeavor we're beers. Like, we're going to drink and, so much Endeavor beer on this trip, and, and this 97% whiskey, percent alcohol, whatever oh, we want to do. Um, we, you know, so we got to the top, and there was like one other group of people that came up just a little bit after us, and and we're like, hey, if you Instagram, and I'll give you this beer. Nice. <laughs> and, you know, this girl got on her knee and chugged this beer on Instagram. Nice. Nice. To, you know, whatever, and just hanging out with people on top of the, the peak. But what I will say is that, you know, on a weekend, a lot of these 14ers are packed with people. Yeah. Great consideration. Yeah. And it, it that's one problem that's really taken, you know, 20 years ago when I was in school out in Colorado, like, unless you were in the very front range ones, you could get some pretty good solitude even on weekends. Yeah. But nowadays, it's it's pretty ridiculous. So, um I didn't think about this as a trip planning consideration, but it totally is. So how does that change? Cause I know we, the, the general time construct we have discussed covers mm-hmm. a weekend. Yeah. And I mean, that, that kind of is more on your guys's schedule, I know. you know, depending on that, like the preference to me is always to go during the week, right, go when other right, people are not right, out yeah. there. If you can be first and early, the advantage of being on the trail already though, because we might be camping right. where other people have to hike three, yeah, four, yeah, five yeah. miles to get to that point. Yeah, and we can get up. We can get up and down back on the trail. Okay. Um, so that's an advantage. And then two, if we're out there on a Tuesday or a Thursday. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter nearly as much. If you're trying to go up on a Saturday, you know, you might be coming down and there's just people Tons coming up people. past you and stuff. Yeah. Is there a way we can pick one that's like not, that's still cool, but not like super popular? Yeah. Um, I mean... It, it depends on where you go in the state too. Yeah, you know what I mean. The closer you are to Denver, I was gonna say. Yeah. So what do you what do you got on your computer? So there? so one one idea that I had was um, if you're gonna go big, go big. Okay. And like the it. two tallest peaks in the Rocky Mountains are not that difficult to walk up. Uh, it's Mount Elbert and Mount Massive. They're right outside of Leadville, Colorado. All right, we're gonna Google Map this. So everybody, do you think it's smart to just? Fly from Ohio into Denver and then start bagging 14ers immediately with elevation. Well, Wait, we're going to Mount, Mount Elbert, Mount Elbert and massive. Yeah. So if you go Leadville, I can show okay, you. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, where is yeah, there's Elbert and massive right, here, or yeah, here's, right there. Here's Leadville. Here's okay. Okay. And then I know the Colorado trail goes. So that Lake that's just the West of Leadville right here I've on seen the that. West end of turquoise Lake there, there's a trailhead. Yeah, we have pictures at that. A, a Colorado Trail trailhead? That There's, is Colorado Trail. Really? Okay. Yeah. So Colorado Trail is right. You see it there? Right. Oh, right here? Yeah, I believe that's Colorado Trail. Yep. Okay. All right. So that perfect. It's right there. Okay. So that's an easy access point for the Colorado Trail. So, for example, should we be dropped off there? We can go see if Melanzana's open. Go Eat at the Silver Dollar Saloon, which is where 
uh, Wild or Doc Holiday got shot, or you know, I don't know, whatever it is. We um, didn't go there. Levels we are crazy. Yeah. It's a cool, to, funky we went to a time. breakfast diner. Yeah, yeah nice. it was actually really good. Yeah. yeah, if stuff's open, I mean, Colorado is a lot more shut down. Correct. Even than Ohio is. Correct. So, but we're on Team Moderna. We're looking. Can I? Can I just yeah. have my vaccine card and say, yeah. "Come on, guys." Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what it's like out there. You know, later. I summer. like where this is going, though. Yeah. So if we go from Turquoise Lake, and we walk south. Nine and a half miles. So you're saying from, let's say the trailhead is Turquoise Lake. Yep. And we go south. What was, you say Mount Massive or Mount? Yeah, so Mount Massive. And if you kind of zoom in there, I don't know if you got trail. Okay, so see this trail that's coming off from yeah. the, so Massive right is actually a triple peak. That's right there. Oh, I There's see. There's three different peaks. Okay. And I believe it's the center one that's the tallest. Um, we can take it and down where this junction of the trail comes here to the east. It sure meets up with the Colorado right Trail. Right here, right here. Exactly. Okay, so we so could, could it, camp at the... We can camp down somewhere near the intersection here, here, of trails. There's, there's, there's a creek down there, so yeah. there should be water. And we can... And now, so here's where, here's where it gets fun, because <laughs> we can loop this trail if we want to, but that means we're carrying our entire loads up over top of this 14er. I see what you mean. Or do we drop weight, create a longer trail, go up top, and come back down? So how far from the lake to this junction point you know what that is off the top it's of your head? It's not a lot of miles, but so I will think here. you're going from 11,000 to 14.4. Oh, wow. So, so you're three and a half, you know, three plus. So in theory, plus like, let's say we, let's say we drove and we got dropped off here yep. and like in the morning. Yeah. Is it feasible to get from here? You, you could do nine it's mi- miles. It's pretty flat, nine miles. Like nine yep. miles to here or to the top? No, no, no. You, you, we, what we would do is, so first night in, we're going to spend the night in evergreen, which is 7,000 right. feet. So you get a night of right. acclimatization, you're hiking or two, whatever you guys no, want. No, Andy, uh, true no. story. Andy and I generally handle elevation. Cool. Fine. Yeah. Um, and you never know. And we can talk a little bit about that as well. That's another you know. consideration. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. In, in elevation and, and, and I've got a little experience with, with dealing with some Just of those things too. So, you know, we can talk about that in considerations. Yeah. And, and that's something that you always have to be ready to call an audible. So even if you have this perfect trip planned, have a backup. Yeah. So we talked about actually planning two or three different right. trips Correct. in order of preference because wildfires yep. happen. Yep. And at this, when we're going to be out there, if there's a big forest fire here, we're right. not going we here. Go we're going somewhere else. And we've yeah. got to right. pick somewhere that's at least a hundred miles away or right. whatever that might be. You know, I like where this trip is going. So, so far. the cool thing is off the back of massive, there's a short trail that comes down a scree slope and it's not even on this map. So, but it's in this book and right. I've done this trail. So when you say a scree slope over rocks, like it's Small not a trail, rocks. right? No, there, it's a trail. You can find it. There's cameras okay. and you can pick your way down it. So okay. not by those lakes, but a little farther down, like down here. Yeah. So there's a half moon, yeah, so the Half Moon Creek this, kind of thing. Yep. And there's like a four by four trail that goes back to there. And then once you cross that creek, it gets crazy. So you've done this? Uh, not for a long time. Okay. But yes. Okay. So I've got a little bit of beta okay. or knowledge of okay. the area. But what we could do is we could go, we could basically first night in. Oh, Andy's got it. Okay. There we go. On. Okay. Wait, Andy, what'd you Google? What'd you Google? Mount Massive. Yeah. <laughs> And then hit images, and then okay. Uh, hold on. Wait, this is a good picture you no, brought no, no, up. Hold on. No, no, click on, go back. Oh, I want to wait. No, no, go back. Go back. Yeah. Okay. 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 
Okay. Which, so is, uh, this is this 14ers.com or what's your website here? I have no, I can't even read that. So 14ers.com is G- an amazing. G-J-G-J. Huh. Okay. So, okay. Another amazing resource is 14ers.com. If I've specifically. seen that one. And you've, you can register for a free login where you can get map access. And then well, it gives you gorgeous. photographs. Oh, it's this whole area. is It's beautiful. It's not the most beautiful. Oh, water thing, I gorgeous. see what we're. I see what's happening here. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it's and the nice thing about this God. is it's a yeah, it's a class nice. two trail. Is this the kind of is this what you mean by scree? Um. So the larger the larger boulders there are just boulders are so talus is kind of lar- think like bigger rocks like you know, the size of a person or a dog things like that. Scree is like softbally baseball-y size stuff that you can kind of ski down sort of. Scree skiing is a thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But that's like, I mean, what you're showing there is just like the ridge going up to the summit. And see what I'm saying? There's a triple summit on Mount Massive. Okay. So Mount Massive is the largest because the whole summit mass is the largest peak. Okay. Because there's three things and the saddle. So there's not enough elevation change between (laughs) the three points to classify those as separate mountains. I see. I see. So the center one, I believe, is the tallest. But then there's North Mount Massive and South Massive. Okay. Yeah. We're okay. We're back to Google Maps. All right. Uh, okay. Looks so pretty awesome. So this looks awesome. All right. So we would, in theory, uh, park at this lake, hike in, and um, ideally be dropped off at the lake. Correct. Okay. And um, then, okay. So then hike wa- in nine and a half miles, camp out. And, and it, yep. sorry, is the is the nine and a half to here? Yeah. Yes. Okay. To where it splits. Okay. So the trail up massive splits from Colorado. And there's a water source right there. There's a water source right there. So we would find. And there's woods and forest and all okay. that in that area. So just quick research seems like we'll be able to find something in that area I to bet, comfortably camp for three people. I bet okay. a lot of people use that as like a kickoff point there. I would think so. So I like that. So I, and to cover nine miles, we probably need to get dropped off like not late in the day, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's five hours of walking. Right. Right. You know? Yep. So, yeah, so you're right. It wouldn't be that. Summer's out there. Get, it doesn't get dark till 9 o'clock. That's right. You, you get know? dropped yeah. off at like noon. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That'd be fine. Yeah. Okay, so day one, come in, get dropped off here, hike nine miles, camp out here. All right, morning of day two. What are we doing? Yeah, What's so breakfast? morning of day two, something <laughs> substantial. So um, now- Biscuits and gravy. We could we could do this <laughs> two ways. The we could, we could either leave camp, leave most of our stuff down low. Uh-huh. Go up and tag it, okay, and come back down. But that's that's a longer distance, correct? But less effort because we're carrying. What less is stuff. the what is the mileage going up there? And I before I should say, if you're listening to this podcast, as a lot of people are, go watch it on YouTube because yeah. we are sharing my screen right now, and you can see everything that we're talking about. Sorry, or I had to Google plug it that. on the line or Google or, it on the line. Yeah, All right, so. What's our rel- what is kind of a ballpark distance so, from this creek to the top of Mount Massive? That um, it's not it's not as far as from the lake. Oh yeah, it's really not that far. Yeah, it's not that far. I, I would say it's probably oh I got three, it right. I got it right here. I bet I, I bet Google can do it. Um, it's on all trails. Perfect. Mount Massive Trail is. I got I got it. Hold on, I got three destinations in here. So from yeah, what's the nope. It's nope, six an and idiot. a half miles, but I think that's there. And that's back. from the trail. That's no, from the I, lower yeah, trailhead no, 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 down no, no, there. No, I, I, bet, I, though, I, right? I, I don't want. I don't want from Mount. Oh, from Mount Elbert. No, I, yeah. So most of the distances. So for example, if we look it up in here for the south or southeast slopes, it's going to go from the main trailhead down there. Yeah, huh. we're already several miles up on the Colorado Trail. Yeah, I, I think it'll go from here though. Okay, 
So the, okay, there we yeah, go. There that go. distance is three point uh, seven miles. Okay, I said yeah. three and a half as a guess. That's pretty so good, there, Scott. And usually this will give me. Oh, you can't see this on the screen. Usually it'll give me the elevation trace. Oh, mostly flat. Mm. Well, that's not flat. That's what does that say? I it's a steady gain. Is that thirty five hundred? I can't read that. Yeah, uh, three three five six. So thirty five hundred over. So a thousand feet a mile. That's not flat. No, that's it's it's consistently straight up. Yeah, it's consistently. Okay. But okay. that's uh, you know, so it's it's a it's a thousand. So feet it's mile. entirely feasible for us to bag this in one day. Oh, oh for yeah. sure. Okay. Oh, for sure. So the the question becomes: Do we want to go up and come back down the same side? Now, an interesting thing to do I like would that be it's to. It's a lot lighter. <laughs> it's a lot lighter and easier. Yeah, and so you know, we could we could leave camp effectively, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, take light summit packs. Mm-hmm go up yeah then come back down pack up and go to the next area down here this one now the other thing we can do is go down the back side down so off kind of at the, oh, the right, bow right. with the you, crook it comes right. down here yep. not where those lakes are yeah down here but down where it meets the road and there's some cool camping down there okay and then we would literally walk that it's a four-wheel drive dirt road back a mile like this. to two yeah we would walk so we'd camp down a rare around where that trailhead yeah. right right before it crosses the creek right like there. for that whole stretch right okay. in there that's a really good camping down okay there. okay um and we could we could even drop stuff there if we want to so i like this idea because yeah. honestly hiking up 3.7 miles with a full pack that's not a big deal yeah it's it's we say if that we have now. light packs it's not we're gonna have light packs and the other we're the other thing is like packs. these are things that if we have a few options we can make that decision correct the day or morning of. okay that's a good see point. how we're feeling okay. yeah. you know because we have we have two options here. Both get us to the same point. One is, do you want to see different terrain? Do you want to make a straight? Do you want to make it a loop? You, you know what I mean? Like, so basically you're saying we could either hike up and back yeah. and then come back this way or hike up and down this way. Exactly. And then we could camp yeah, anywhere along this road. There's multiple campsites and there's along a creek here. that follows the whole way. So there's good water. I've soaked beers in that creek and they're awesome to drink. Out North because it's half moon creek. Ice cold. Okay. Wait, and so yeah. that's, that's like a dirt Jeep road? Yeah, pretty much. Once it crosses so, that creek yeah. right there in the middle, oh, it's a hardcore off-road. So you have to have like a water fording ability four by four to get yeah. across that thing oh, like this but it's not that bad you can get back there in your subaru okay um it's a little rough um, but not too bad i'm i and i've always forget how good satellite maps is yeah. for this kind of stuff okay so here we go uh i like so okay so i like this idea of i you like to actually idea. see the trail if you go right in right. and down south toward like the shepherd's hook see that little coming down right what, there this yeah, that that, that, that part. That, that, that's, that's not a trail, <laughs> Scott. Oh, maybe, maybe that's not right. <laughs> okay. I mean, that, that kind of looks like a trail. Oh, yeah, there, that's there. right there. Yeah. Okay. So that zigzag coming right down. Oh, okay, that's not on. That's not on this, is it? No, it's not on that. But it's it's in this. Okay. And it's on fourteen. I like so this idea. I like this idea. Yeah, okay. Cool. So uh, let's just recap where we are. So day one, we hike in a nine miles to this junction point. Uh, day two. We hike up to Mount Massive and we hike down to half this north half moon. So what are we looking at mileage that day? Like probably like seven to 10. So it's 3.7 up. What do you think it is to here? Probably four. Um, It's it's slightly shorter. Um, It's probably three, three to four. Yeah. Um, it, no, but it, de- it also depends no trails for me to Google map it. It also depends where we wanted to camp. So the cool thing is depending on how we feel, we can go all the way over 
to make the next day lighter right or we can stop there you know what i mean like there's there's different options is there now the question is like once we hit this area is there good camping like along the whole way pretty much because basically you just see how you feel and i'm assuming after six miles we're probably going to feel okay to keep going now going up and down a 14er like is going to take more out of you than six miles true so think about like just even even if you're doing a, a 14er that's like a six mile round trip but that's you're doing day. three to 4,000 feet, it's going to be eight hours and it's going to take it out of you. Yeah. you know, it's okay, going to so feel like you just did 14 miles. Let's be conservative and say, once we get down here, we're yeah. done. Or we might, maybe we make a good meal, we hike two miles and then we set up camp. Or, you okay. know, whatever. Okay. I mean, that's the sort of thing okay. we can kind of discuss when we get there. Um, or we can go back to where we came from, but then you're backtracking. No, I like, I like, I like this, this idea. Yeah, I like this idea. But that, that also means that's going to influence how we pack because... We're going to want to be light. Correct. I'm planning and we have not gotten to the packing part of this. And I firmly believe pack for the trip you're taking. So don't pack before you leave. Yeah. Get everything and then pack based on what you're going to be doing. Yeah. I am uh, for these like four, four day, three nights I can pack. And especially because I'll be tenting for this. Most likely I'm assuming trees might. Well, I don't know. Um, I'll be super light. I mean, with the camera gear, yeah. I'll probably be, and I'm I'm taking the drone. Are you taking seriously the taking the drone? Hell oh my yeah. god! Hell yeah! That's amazing. You haven't seen my new drone. Not your it new. Is, you showed me the the drone. Is that? Do you have a new drone? I did. I text you a picture of it I in my hand. I don't. Know. It's like this what? big. It's so small. Shoes 4K. It's so you're gonna want one. Um, anyway, I think my base weight with all the camera gear and yeah. the drone at max will be 13 or 14 pounds. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. And okay. yours will be similar, if not less. Yeah. Mine will probably be like 10, 11. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and we can share some video resources too, potentially. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah, those sort of things. That Your base weight's super light. I'm pretty, yeah, I'll be, I'll be pretty light before AV equipment. And yeah, you do take, you know, you all take all more AV equipment than me probably. But, well, well, I, I had three pounds on my last trip and that was like multiple things. That like honestly, GoPro for, and, the, you know. for the drone and the camera and the batteries, yeah. it might be three pounds for yeah. me too. So you brought, we, we touched on something. What tents versus hammocks. I want to take a hammock, but you know, I am not. Let's the take, thing about hey, the thing about Colorado let's, is let's use Google Maps, Andy. You can you can sometimes use a hammock comfortably, and sometimes you're SOL. So okay, that, for, that first night yeah. you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> so second night you you'd be fine down on the other side. I've never I've never camped on this side. You've never camped up here on that side. Yeah, here, but okay. I've camped down behind us because a really cool day hike down is here. actually if you're camping down here and you're doing the backside of Massive down here is those lakes that are up there. These ones? Those are a really fun little little adventure day. You can actually get all the oh, way up yeah. to that top one. Yeah, you ain't hammocking up here. <laughs> Not up there, but down low. Okay, so if we come down here. See that whole trail, there's trees. So you're so we're talking about camping. So okay, you're good yeah. for a hammock for nights one and two, at least. Yeah. All right. So let's say we do this, we, we let's say we come down the backside of Mount Massive. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna start day three waking up along this creek. Somewhere along that road. And so this is where it gets real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not a, real. I it was this, already real. This is fake. <laughs> yeah. Um. So back to back fourteeners are actually on the menu here. Oh man. And no, I, I like it. But here's the thing: with either of these, we can call audibles. Okay. Right? Okay. So let's pretend like oh, crap. We get in first night. 
wake up in the morning and shit, I've got a headache. Like I'm just, my head's pounding. Right. Like not a good idea for me to go up there. Right. We just walk down the trail. Okay. We don't have to go up there, but Elbert, which is the tallest mountain in the Rockies, NASA oh. being the second, oh, when you say is that. just yeah. to the south. Now of we us. have to. Let, let's, all yeah. right, let's get back to our maps And here. so if you go down to that trailhead with the road intersects with the Colorado Trail, so that half moon. I'll find my cursor, Scott. Curse. <laughs> Gonna need a lot of calories for this. Okay, there we go. All right. Okay, so where is it's called Mount Ebert? It's right there. Let's see Elbert, it. Yeah. Got it. Boom. So that's that. And now see the main trail coming here, but yep. then there's another trail going down there. Both of those intersect with the Colorado Trail. Wait. So okay. So okay. So we're we're gonna be camping up in here somewhere along that road, all the way yep. over to and even including the trailheads. Oh, I see. So so is the access point for this 14er here? Yeah, and that's actually, if you notice, right next to each other are the massive and Elbert trailheads. I see. So oh. I just want to get a I want to get a brief feel for how far you probably know how far it is. Up uh from from the trailhead to Mount Elbert. Is this Elbert? Elbert. Um so from the the half moon four, trailhead. Four, I got, okay, 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 okay. Wait, where's the so we would be getting on at the half moon trailhead. Oh, I see. Wait, right here. Um, yeah, I've got it. See, so but if you go all the way over to the Elbert Trailhead, so I think from which is where I it's am. It's probably right about here. four. See if you can guess. It's on the screen. Four and a half to five miles. Four point seven. He's okay. right in the middle. Yeah. Uncanny. Um, wow. Oh, Andy's got it pulled up. <laughs> Hold on. Let's look at what it looks right. like. It looks awesome. <laughs> Hold on. Like, and so Elbert is a is a is again it's like a class two trail so it's not really there's no climbing on these routes so right. if we're coming down the backside massive there's a little bit of, you might use your hand on some rocks as you're going past them you know yeah stabilization but there's nothing technical this, this kind of stuff oh, yeah. like this kind of stuff yeah okay all right i like that there's a dog up there yeah there's a yeah. <laughs> okay you can be that dog <laughs> so now the question and i think you were getting to it is do we go all the way to this trailhead access to get up here or is there a way to get to it from up here no, we would go all the way down to that trail. So as far down as we could get the day before as we okay. can get, the better it will make the okay. next day. Okay. So okay. I I am definitely liking God, that's four thousand feet and four miles. Oh, oh these are gonna God. be Again. ass kickers. Again, yeah. And so if we're if we decide to do massive the first day and we're just spent, ass kicked, yeah. okay. Then we we don't bother. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. And or then if the weather, you know, if if yeah. we have weather variables. Yeah. Or you could skip uh, massive, massive the first and then come down and then get on the Albert trail. Precisely. Okay. I like the, um, yeah, I like the flexibility. That's a good thing about planning is like, there is some flexibility. Okay. So let's, but let's say for the purposes of this podcast, we're just hard assing it up. All right. So the beginning of day three, we're starting on this. We're starting let's somewhere say, preferably close. Yeah, to let's, the Albert say, trail let, let's say we basically get those like, little turns right there. Let's say we yeah. get like super close to it. Yeah. So, and this is going to take us for, so how long, I mean, what, okay. So day three, are we going straight up this? Yeah, we would go up that and then down that trail to the east slope. Right here? Yep. And that meets up with the Colorado Trail. Down here? Down. And then. Um, and then south from there. And then camp. So do you think we could get all the way up this and down in one day and camp? Yeah, we would have to. So once you start <laughs> yeah, going, that's true. We don't have a once you start going up, you don't start going, or you don't. That's true. You can't camp up there. Now yeah. remember to like um, point of safety in Colorado in the summers, especially 
And when we're talking July, August, you get the, like those thunderstorms, you, right? Exactly. Yeah. And you never know. There's there's weird weeks where it gets socked in and there's just rain and it's cloudy and covery. Yeah. But the average summer afternoon is such that it's beautiful, bright, and clear. And then one, two, three, four o'clock in the afternoon, a big ass thunder and lightning storm rolls in, dumps rain for 45 yeah. minutes, thunder, lightning. You want to be nowhere near the top of the summits. The general rule is by noon, you should be heading down. So we need to get up oh, early. Shit. Yeah. So we got to bust ass the day before. So get up with light. <laughs> I mean, we got to be there. as close to this trailhead as possible. Yeah. And then the other thing is that, especially if this is falling on a weekend, this being the tallest peak oh, it's in the 14th. Be slammed. Yeah. Then it could be okay. busy ish that we want to get up before I, those people. I think there is potentially, I don't know about your schedule. I, there might be some flexibility to push this so it's same amount of days, but not as much of on a weekend. We'll I don't check. know. I don't know. I don't know. Check into it. We'll see. The way we have this currently talked out, we're going to be doing this on a weekend. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. The first one would be on a Thursday or Friday. This would mean this would be on a Saturday. Yeah. So we'd want to get up there. As, as Okay. Okay. All right. So let's say we do that. Let's say, let's say on day two, we make it pretty far along here yep. to where um, at, we just get up and go on day three. We get up here and then we get down We're to down. here. This is the and CT, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then wherever we want to, we can camp. Camp around here. I, I bet even, that looks amazing there. Looks it's probably these gorgeous little little lakes and ponds, trees, oh, yeah. everything. Again, creek, water, you know. Um, love it. And then day four, you wake up and just... And you walk out, hike and if out. you hike out oh, down, down to the south, oh, there's this whole right there. yeah. We can just arrange to meet, or we drop a car here and get dropped off. Okay. So we walk back to the car. I have so what's interesting is we've talked through this whole thing. I have no concept of total mileage. Uh, so total, probably like twenty. I mean, four point seven here. Um, so it's nine from the start, and then it was three and a half yeah. up. If we did that route, it'd be. Almost 30 miles. Oh, shit. Total. With two 14ers. With two 14ers in there. Over four days. Well, the good news is, is that there's a, there's plenty of room for audibles. So, yeah. And, yeah. and the, the really cool thing is that because it's so close at the end right there, um, if weather's bad, we can go and camp and pop up the next day if we wanted to. Yeah. Or take a rest. You know, take a short one, do a little day hike. There's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of options. If you only had to do one of these 14ers, which one would you do? I mean... Massive is a cooler peak. So massive. But Elbert is the tallest in the Rocky Mountains. Well, I don't, I don't, so I don't, I don't, care. I don't necessarily care about I, that. I'd rather go for cooler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I'm thinking is in three nights, four days, doing two 14ers yeah. in 30 miles. And flying that, in from Ohio. That is aggressive. But yeah. I, I like it. I like planning it. So let's Especially say, with full pack weight. Like that's. Let's say, okay, let's say on day different. three we wake up and I'm just like, Scott, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. And then we just walk on down. I mean, because we could keep going on, uh, once again, is there like an option on Windows where you can have the cursor? Oh, there it is. Like, okay. Let's say, okay, we're like, Scott, day three, we wake up. We're like, dude, it's not happening. I'm assuming, yep. can like, what can we do? Could we just hike? Is there a way to get back? Or do you have to go up like here? Or can you just skip this and get, oh, no. Well, it depends on if we've left a car or if we're getting a pickup. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, is there, I'm saying, is there a way to get down to this pickup and just not do the 14er? 
So it wouldn't impact that? Yeah, so the Colorado Trail just bypasses oh, over it completely. Oh, so it connects the trailhead to the point where it would be coming down. So we could just... Oh, and that's, that's a, true that's of both CDT. of these. Yeah, it's, the, it's both the CDT and the Colorado Trail. Okay, so we can totally, on the day of... If we have Make a car dropped off down here yep. in what is in Twin Lakes, yeah, um, we can totally make that choice the day of. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, love it. Uh, and I, I just want to shout. There's out. a lot of people in yeah. the comments. No, no, I just want to. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I want to shout out the chat. I, I'm paying attention to it. I'm just not responding. But everybody's giving some. A lot of people are giving some great advice. If you're looking to plan yeah. a Colorado trip, this is the podcast for you. Go read these comments. Yeah. Yeah, man. What, yeah. Are, what kind of what kind of stuff we're we getting? No, uh, so uh, Greg Morton Outdoors. I appreciate all the comments. He's he's recommending do Albert, um, yep. and then he also said you can resupply at Twin Lakes if you need to. There's General Store, and he recommended using a tent. Okay, this Twin Lakes looks cool. Uh, this is huge. Let me see. There's some other good stuff in here. Oh my! So how far from Leadville? This must be just down the road. It's not right? that far. Yeah, I see. Okay, here's Leadville. Okay. And then um, I, I should know this because I've been to Leadville, but how far from, like how far is the drive from where we'll be staying? It's what, like three hours probably? Not even Not that. even. Oh, okay. here's like an interesting comment. Rocky Top Wrangler says, call ahead on hammocks. Some forest areas now do not allow hammocks excessive. Because of tree damage? damage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've yep. seen that before. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. So. I'll be all alone in my tarp, you know. I forgot. Scott <laughs> yeah. made his own gear. <laughs> yeah. um, so, all right. Um. All right. What else you got? So, so let's say okay. Let's say we got this trip. In I'm the liking bag. this little loop because you're getting. No, this is really good. Yeah. Um. And I like the idea. I like the like. We don't have to decide if we need if we need to do two of these. We could literally decide on the the, the morning of day three. I have a feeling yeah. it's going to be one of those things where it's just going to kick our butts. Like I have a feeling we're going to wake up at day three and be like, "There's no way." Uh-huh. <laughs> but you but know, having the option, some sometimes you know on those days you're like, "Oh, there's no way," and then you just start doing it. Yeah, and yeah. you just do it. You know, and it's yep. about uh, just keep putting one foot in front yeah. of the other. You know, see, it's I love it when people say that because it sounds so easy, and then you're out there and you're just it's like a pain in the ass. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just put one foot. In, it's just like God, all those no. through hikers, like, "Oh yeah, you just got to put one foot in the other." It's like, "Yeah, I know that." Like, I, <laughs> I, I get yeah. the concept. <laughs> hey, of yeah. Is that how walking <laughs> works? <laughs> yeah. And I know it's it's really easy because you know, in in hindsight and memory, I, I think that's the great thing about backpacking or climbing or anything of this sort because when you're in the moment, okay, it can suck. It yeah. can really yeah. suck, but you, you know? are you are right. Like when if you just force yourself to start, then once yeah. you're off, it makes things a little easier. Super chat. but it's yeah. always the parts that suck the most in the moment are yeah. the best stories yeah, after that. No, the best I, memories. I always you know say, I, mean? I always yeah. say, back there's two types of fun. There's stuff that's super fun while you're doing it and not really memorable, yeah. and then there's stuff that's maybe not super fun while you're doing it but super memorable. And backpacking, this falls into that. And to me, what I love so much about the mountains and both. Climbing and, and especially like, you know, light ridge routes and, and fun stuff like that is it's fun and challenging. Yeah. And, and so it kind of sucks, but it's really fun in the same time in the moment, but then also in hindsight. Yeah. You know, so it's really that kind of bridge of two worlds smashed all into one. We're going to uh, get some sick drone shots. Uh, yeah. I want to call out a super chat. Oh, we got quick. a super chat. Yeah. This is from Jot. He said, miss the live broadcast of Kyle's show. <laughs> want to know the status of. Of the chair purchase, please add this to the chair. <laughs> we're, we're still collecting funds. Yeah. I don't know how Super Chat payouts work. I think you have to get $100 before they actually give you the money. We do not have $100. <laughs> Once we do, Kyle's getting a chair. Yep. 
We'll fill you in on that story. And yeah, I, are you, I saw, uh, yeah. Are you going to be bringing a backpacking chair on this? Uh, if we're going up over two 14ers, then <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I'm bringing a camp chair. If we were like, yeah, we're going to not do that. And like, or set up, If we were going to go to a basin, set up, like if we were doing yeah, the Chicago yeah, yeah, basin, yeah, yeah. which we talked about, down where you take the train and you hike in like six miles, yeah. set up a camp. Hell yeah. Okay. I'm bringing a chair and we're bringing, you know what I mean? And then we're, we're day yeah, peak yeah, bagging, yeah. like um, 100% bring a chair. I want to discuss that. I mean, I want to plan more than just this trip on sure. this podcast. Sure. Uh, hold on a second. So Greg Morton Outdoors says, you guys will be blowing snot bubbles <laughs> on your video of this trip, but it'll be rewarding. <laughs> hey, I like the idea of having the ability to do only one and it not impacting the trip really whatsoever. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is one one trip. Yeah. And I'm liking it. What else? What else we got? So well, so we mentioned the the Chicago base. Yeah, which let's go be, there. Talk about that. Let's really go there. Really cool. I didn't do as much like no, you know spreadsheety groundwork no, no, no. on that one, but um, okay. that's pretty well in fourteeners.com. So, get Roach's book so here. So this is this is deep. This is way yeah. further into Colorado. So to get to here, you effectively take a train from Durango. So this old like wait, you have to go to Durango and then, first, and then take a train? and take a train, and then you get you book your train and you tell them you're getting off at this station and then you hike in from that they literally See, stop sounds, the train this sounds pretty cool too let you off and then you hike into this basin do you know the name of the train at all um it's in it's i just i, I bet i can search. google it um oh look here's a picture of taking the train to chicago basin Let's see what it looks like. Wow. I bet oh, this is just God. gorgeous. Look at this. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, oh these this. are these are some of the oh, most see, beautiful mountains this sounds cool. in Colorado. I mean, the, are these the San Juans? San Juans. San Juans. Yeah. Um, yeah. Un- unbelievable. And there are three 14ers back up and around. So I'm going to just Google this image um, Chicago Basin. So this, oh my God, dude. Yeah. I mean, that is breathtaking. So, um, this, now, this is a, a long haul down to Durango. Correct. You know what I mean? Correct. So it's a much, we're talking a nah, six hour like drive, a, just to get you know, there. and then, plus, train, and then right? getting a train time, getting up in there. Okay. So we, we need a less little feasible. more time, okay. less feasible, but I, I've, I've yet to do this and I, this is, so on does my this speak, list. so does this, does this speak more to you than the other stuff? Cause you've never done it. Cause I'm down for whatever. I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm cool. I've never done this. Like we're talking about too. You know, I've, I've, climbed albert i've climbed okay massive but, but i haven't like, put them together okay. you know done, done stuff like this so I, Dude. again even if you've done it wow it's uh, awesome to go back. like i love going back places where i've been i also like going new places if so. you are just listening to this and not watching this as a lot of you are google image search chicago basin and oh my god it's beautiful wow that is amazing i mean this is this is way cooler looking than the other one you know the thing that sucks is like just the, mean, the travel time is just going to eat into this. I yeah. know for a four day trip, this yeah. is not super feasible. Um, so Chicago based okay, approach, like 14ers.com has an, does an awesome job because then they have, you know, pictures going through. I'm going to pull this up. Yeah. This is uh 14ers.com. 14ers.com. So Chicago basin. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Here we go. Come on. Come on. Internet. Oh, this is a trip report. Okay, this yeah. So no, okay, but if you go, well, that's the same right. website. Okay, so you just navigate to it. So go up to the peaks. 
Here? Go up there. Yeah, and if you if you got like sunlight, one of the ones that's down there. So sunlight should be down middle of the right there. Yep. Click on that. Lots of good lots of good stuff in the chat about the San Juans. Mad oh, Hippie's Life gorgeous. says San Juans are the crown jewel of the Colorado Trail. So amazing. Uh San Greg Morton Outdoors, San Juans are the best part of the CT. Routes. Durango, fantastic yeah. town. I'm here. The, the San Juans are arguably the uh, coolest part of the continental. Oh divide. snap! Yeah. Hey, uh, and so this is what I'm talking about. So you've got Eolus and North Eolus. Whether they're separate or together is kind of a debate as well. Um, Wyndham and Sunlight are all from this basin. So the train takes you. You drop off. You hike in. Where, wait, camp. where does the train take you on this map? Can you tell? I think that's. I mean, you don't have to look it up. I'm just curious. Um, it, is it the end of the green or is that? I, I want to guess the end is of the green. Is that a trail that goes in there? I It'll tell you from. What does clicking on this do? Ron Reed says Chicago Basin is one of the most beautiful areas of the state. I'm really appreciating all the Colorado feedback. Yeah. Just love living in Ohio. <laughs> 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 There's some good tips for uh, hiking 14ers, like um, make sure you drink booze afterwards. <laughs> There's actually a 14ers brewing company in Denver. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So this is sick, but this yeah. would be base camp it, right? And this is kind of what I was talking about that. This is uh, like, that'd be an amazing that'd place. Be fun. To, yeah. yeah, it would be. This is, this is awesome. There's another really cool one. Now, this, oh man, that one down in, uh, Okay. The Sangre de Cristos down near Sand Dunes National Park is kind of a bitch up a four wheel drive trail to get to this basin, but there's some cool little Look bear at all peak. These peaks. But <laughs> yeah, no, there's just there's it's everywhere. I mean the San Juans are So is the I'm assuming the Chicago basin is this is that that you're in. This area right yeah. here. And then there's again the three or four So Eolus, Wyndham and Sunlight. Wait, where was uh where's Sunlight? Now I, I think that the other thing, the other thing about these peaks, um, are they like real peaks? Well, I there's <laughs> like you're not uh, taking a dog up yeah. there. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. In. I'm pretty sure on sunlight, there's like you have to step over a chasm, kind of thing. Um, oh, nice. You know, so so for example, the yeah, so sunlight is considered a class four for the easiest the, route. What were the other it. ones? Um, class like two class two yeah are, are you guys familiar with class no, systems? I'm not no, at can, all. You, can you please explain yeah uh, there's actually a great recommendation of class systems so this gary, is a, gary, did, gary, you, did, you, yeah. did you pimp this book already because this this is the classic of colorado 14 this is gary roche's colorado 14 ers book okay it's unbelievable the 14ers.com website is unbelievable they also have their sister website 13ers.com which oh, is okay but um think about class one through five okay and one is like, it's Zaleski. It's just a trail. Okay. You're walking with maybe some up and down. That's about it. So right? before you continue, does the, and maybe you might answer this, is class determining the elevation gain or is it more like the trail you're going on? It's more like the conditions of the trail. Okay. So okay. it's not, it's not total difficulty. Okay. It's more about, um, it's, it's a combination of technicality and exposure. Oh, so okay, oh, okay, interesting. Right. okay, okay, and so and so here they they risk like difficulty and risk factor. So think about class one is just like it's a trail. Okay, like anyone can do okay. this trail. Class two is where you start kind of like you get some fiber. You're stepping over things. Okay. There's obstacles, but you're not really. I like to think about it, you're not using your hands. 
Okay. Okay. Class three is where you have to start to use your hands. We're going to class four here. So you're <laughs> you're going over boulders, things, but nothing is technical so is with class, class three, right? Class so four? <laughs> class four is where it starts getting into Do we need ropes. <laughs> technical problems, but you don't need ropes. Okay. Okay. You so you don't need ropes. You don't need ropes. <laughs> but how but do you get down? <laughs> class I'm glad you're coming with us. <laughs> class four can like it can include things like boulder problems, so it's like a small face. Okay. You have to like scramble up. Okay. It can be like a knife edge ridge that okay. you're like sitting down. You can, you know, and you're, you're holding onto one side as you're going. So it's not like if you were 10 feet off the ground or three feet off the ground, you wouldn't okay. think right. anything of it, but you're hugely exposed, you know? Okay. So a class four is something you have to use your hands. It's technical and there's risk of fall or injury, but you don't need protection. I'm going to Google sense? what a class, can I, can I see this? And oh, then yeah. think about class five is where ropes and gear become pretty much necessary and that's when you start talking like five point whatever for technical climbing so five nine okay. five eight five seven five ten five ten a b c d five what, eleven a b c d those are all technical rock climbing okay this classes. is i've heard these okay so is yeah. this like is this what we're, we're what you're talking about here yeah yeah so this would be i mean that <laughs> is that like that which looks one guy, is, is this <laughs> That would be like class three. What? Oh, we're doing harder than that? Or maybe four, depending on that exposure. It's hard to tell. Photos can make things look different. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. I mean that that doesn't look not dangerous. Yeah, you can have some you can have some risk and exposure class like class two, there's okay, no like, what, real what risk am I looking exposure. at here? Um so that knife edge, yeah. I mean that's clearly class four. Four, I would think. So this is like what we'd be doing in the Chicago basin? So <laughs> On Sunlight Peak, and I think the reason I'm it's Googling class four it. is because you're stepping across like a chasm or something like that. Sunlight Peak. And again, I haven't done no, these. I I've done a lot yeah, of the 14ers yeah, yeah. in Colorado. I haven't done these four. Uh, here's some interesting stuff. Mad Hippie's Life said train drops at Needleton and Elk Park stops between oh, here's your chasm. and Silverton. Yeah. Oh, I'm not doing that on the top of a 14er. <laughs> yeah, we'll get a sick picture with the drone, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess the, the point I was trying to make is that this basin would be fantastic, but it might dude, not be your Scott, first introduction to 14ers, Scott, too. So. <laughs> get, it, get it out of here. Scott, I, I can't Scott. do that. Okay. <laughs> These people have helmets on. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I have little chicken arms here. <laughs> No, but I like the, um, I mean, the clue, this isn't like, like, this isn't like actually dangerous, right? I, I mean, it, hesitating. if you, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, how would you not, how would you say that there's no danger involved with that? I mean, like, do, do people routinely die do, on these peaks? There's, there are, I mean, every year there are evacuations and accidents that happen on 14ers. Um, in, in any time in, in climbing or backpacking, there, there are accidents that happen to people that know what they're doing. You know, it's like anything else yeah. in life. Like you can't predict lightning. You can't predict flash okay, floods. You can't predict, you know, a rock breaking away under your foot or something. You know, there are absolutely accidents that happen, but they're rare. Um, most of the rescues that exist are people that get in way over their heads. They're not prepared. Okay. They haven't done the research. They That's don't really know what they're doing. <laughs> so here's my question: If we were to do this, and back, oh, they took a golden up there. If yeah. we were to backpack in mm -hmm. Chicago Basin and do this, would we be taking other types of gear? I mean, these people are wearing helmets. We we might want helmets. Depending, we'd have to research the rockfall. So a lot Bad of times, helmets helmets are about helmets. <laughs> and the problem is, 
with a lava 14ers when you're <laughs> going just, up. This is really that's freaking, Photoshop. This is really freaking Andy. Yeah. I don't I, think that's Photoshop. I, I have a few no, fights. Dude. I do. So, really? Yeah. One of my favorite 14ers. Um, you see, we can hang out with goats. <laughs> one of my favorite 14ers is Mount Lindsay down in the, the Sangre de Cristos, kind of north of New Mexico, down near yeah. St. Grand Dunes or Great Sand Dunes. St. Grand Dunes? I've had a couple beers. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's because it's 11% thing. There's this really cool, so like um, there's a gully that goes up, but then you can follow the ridge on top. And it's just it's just the approach. Everything about this peak is just gorgeous. Um, and the ridge is three with maybe a couple four-class moves. What, sorry, what's this called? What's it's called uh, Lindsay Peak. It's really, I mean, yeah, pull up some pictures of that. It's really, so really pretty cool. Ron Reed says the summit blocks on sunlight is are it, no joke. Yeah. Is it this? Mount Lindsay? Uh, yeah. That's really that, that looks like it's gorgeous. Everest. And like you come up this, you come up this like valley right here, and then you come up this ridge. And so like, like coming up this? like from this angle, like one of those on the top too that you're seeing, like a knife edge. Yeah, and so you can go up the follow that ridge line, like right up here from that south. So you can get up there, or you can go up just to the left and down. There's this gully that like comes here? through. Yeah, and the gully I is see. like easier, but the problem is with people, they're kicking rocks. Mm-hmm. And so if a rock comes down that gully, you're kind of in a bowling alley, you know, with bumpers on the side. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm having a panic attack this. right now. So this is not what we're going to be doing. No, I, but I want to, I think it would, um, I mean, I, the, what Little was, Bear is awesome. Oh, I, this is exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, right there. Yeah. So that's that gully. Yep. And that's the, the ridge right on top. And there's like a class four crux. It's like a little bouldering move. Not that big a deal. These chicks ridge. are doing it. Yeah, yeah. I saw a dog going up that. Uh, check out Little Bear. So Little Bear Peak. Is it, is it called? Okay. Uh, comment says from Ron Reed, you definitely want helmets on the Chicago Basin Peaks. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a little crumbly the rock down there. Too, <laughs> the, people, so. the people in the pictures were wearing helmets. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, okay. This is Little Bear Peak. Yeah. And so Little Bear, you know, the way you can connect this badass ridge route over to... Uh, Oh God! What's the like right? this? Yeah, this looks like a real mountain climbing. <laughs> yeah, <spot. there's, laughs> so Little Bear is known as one of arguably two peaks that have the hardest, easiest approach on them. If that makes sense. So the easiest way to get so hardest any mountain there's 360 approach. degrees of approach to get up that mountain. Okay, and like even a mountain where you, there's a trail, like like you can drive your car up Pikes Peak or Mount mm-hmm. Evans. Okay, right, right, right. But if you take a certain ridge on either of those can mountains, we, you can- Can we drive up to these Chicago Basin Peaks? <laughs> you can take the train pretty close. Okay. But, you know, um, uh, so People you can find roads. a hard way to climb up any peak. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So yep. just like, you know, Kilimanjaro is like yeah. easy to trek up, but like Mallory rated like what, like the south face of Kilimanjaro yeah, is yeah, one yeah. of the top five challenges yeah. of mountaineering, you know? So there's, there's crazy, uh, crazy things to think about, but- the easiest way up Little Bear is this like class four gully. They that dude's got ice. That's, wait, the, easy, the easiest <laughs> way up this way is up. class four? On Little Bear, yeah. So what's the hardest way up? I mean, you can do a class five. Is cla- wait, pitch is, is, with, is five that's the, where you're roping up. And is five the, uh, the, the hardest? Well, remember, so, oh, and then there's, so when you get into technical climbing, there's gradations of right, class five. Right. So when you start talking to like, Easy climbing is five six, five seven, and stuff. Five eight starts getting harder. Once you get into like hard climbing, you're talking about five ten. What's the, and hard, what's the hardest? You start breaking down. So when I used to rock climb more, I would break into some of the five elevens. But I'm not like a rock guy. Can you give me? Can I pull up a picture of, of a five eleven? Yeah, you're a mountaineer. Sure, yeah, you're a mountaineer guy. Like, what's a good? Yeah, what's I'm a good thing to image search here? Like just five eleven. Five eleven. Yeah. Five point eleven. That's gonna be sure. tactical here. 
Oh god, yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. To put five eleven B climb. Five wait, five because point five ten. Starting with five ten, you have five ten climbing. Climbing. Great. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, this is like <laughs> Alex Honnold. Rock so. yeah, 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 for sure. And so, like you know, when you start when you start talking about like five ten, there's five ten A B C and D. Then there's five eleven A B C and D. Then there's five twelve okay. A B C and D. So, you know, the nose on El Cap, okay. you know, that three let's, human beings have ever freed. Let's stick to like a backpacking trip. Correct. Okay. That's not what we're talking about. What, here, what's so. that? What's the highest grade for like a backpacking and trip? And so that's where like, cla- you know, class two is sort of still a backpacking trip, okay. you know, and maybe you get some like threes when you're kind okay. of like using your hands. A little but bit like to fours in the Chicago Four, Basin. We're not, we're not. Okay. Yeah, we're not. I, I don't think that's, especially for your first okay. 14 or experience, okay. it's probably not where you want to go. Okay. Unless, yeah. unless you do, unless you're like, no, that's what I want to do. No, uh, I, no. It, no. So first, okay. it yeah. looks stunning. It does. It looks amazing. Um, and I'm not ruling it out. The only constraint for this trip is, you know, we have four. We really exactly. have five or six days, yep. but four days in the mountains, yep. and it's going to be tough to get down there. But God, it looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, this is uh, so that's another trip. So okay, I'm going to throw a third. Well, do you have any, you've had some other things on your little spreadsheet over there. Um, so I, so actually farther south from there where that split occurs on the Colorado Trail. Okay, let's go back there. If we wanted to stay And what's nice about that kind of area is it's not too far from the ride and support. Correct. So, So, you you know, know, San Juan's are gorgeous, but they're much farther. So let's, let's orient ourselves. So the first, the first trip we talked about, the Leadville trip is right here. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff we just showed, Chicago Basin, that's what, that's like down. All the way down. Is that even on this map? Might um, not be, because here's Durango. Yeah, it's up, to, it's toward the Wemenuchi up in that So like area. up in here. Okay, so now let's go to what you're referring to. We're back to the collegiate split here. And so on either side of that split, there's actually the potential to do something very similar to what we're looking at up with the others so i know okay. huron is down just to the top let's go uh let's go back to google maps and now huron is it, it mount huron mount huron is one of the lowest 14ers in terms of elevation and it's a really easy quick approach okay let me orient <laughs> myself to where okay so we're 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 close to denver oh we're just no, south no, of just where south we are of where, yeah, yeah oh okay so just south from Leadville. okay okay um and it's right off the colorado trail as well Oh, so we have another oh. 14er Colorado Trail? Oh, yeah. And on the eastern side of the divide, you have all the proper collegiate peaks. As so well. uh, what is this better than the, the first Leadville trip we discussed? It's really just optional. So many yeah. options. So many options. Well, I mean, the, the great news is that there's so many audibles available. So we could, in theory, decide. So if we were to do, do you have it? We don't have to go through it all here, but do you have a four-day trip in your head around this area? Yeah, um, and that's really about just kind of stringing, stringing sections of trail and mileage together. Yeah. That makes sense. And, and considering access points, you know, where we could yeah. leave a car or get dropped off. Okay. Um, and I know that, here, let me... Let me try to pull up a map here on my smaller screen. No, no, too. you're good. You're good. I can see all sorts of stuff. I'm trying to see. Oh, yeah. oh, here it is. Collegiate West Trailhead. Okay, this is the CT. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, oh, so we're on the. Okay, I see. Yeah. I know. So right. that's yep. the west, kind of toward the top there. I see what you mean. But then if you go over to the east too, there's like you know, 
I don't even know. Oxford where it is and here. Belford yeah. and oh, Harvard right here, right and Columbia. Here. I see. Okay. Yeah, and some of those, and I think the Harvard and Columbia, you can do together in a little loop. Oh, these ones. And that would be that would be one that we could potentially hike a few miles down, camp, and do a big loop where we'd want to drop packs and hit Trump both summits because oh, they connect the to each okay. other. Here's the CT, and then come back down to it. Okay. I see. And then continue south or so, go north. I mean, we could reverse these trips completely. Also, yeah. you know, yeah. we could, I mean, on that other trip, we could start up at South Lake. Yep. And you're right. do Elbert first and then massive second as an option yeah. and hike north to Leadville. That's not a bad idea. Cause we wouldn't hit Elbert on a Saturday. So, uh, yeah. mad hippies is saying San Luis peak on trail, way less people, more remote, all backpacking. Just saying, I don't know where that cool. is. Cool. Let's put yeah. it in here. Get her up. San Luis Peak. All right, where are we? Okay, we are we are far from. Oh no, we're not like super far. Let's see what we got on uh, on the old satellite here. Oh wow, got all this stuff. So where I'm, I bet the Colorado Trail is around here somewhere. See what this is. Yeah, so that's it's still down on the San Juans. Oh, it's CDT. God, CDT is just now something like this though. Where are you dropping a car? Yeah, that's kind of where. And then it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a ways down there. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, it's still absolutely optional. I mean, that's again gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous part of the state. I wish we had more time for this trip. I know. Right? I'd like to get down into the <laughs> into the San Juans. I know. That's the only problem with going this far is you lose like yeah. half a day. I wish we had. I wish we had like side. a solid week. Yeah, I know. Four days, it's tough. That's what makes the Leadville thing a little bit more attractive because you could. Because like in theory, we could fly in Wednesday night. We could, you know, we could be we could be hiking in Thursday yeah. Thursday morning. Yeah, you know, or whatever day of the week. Sure. Um, yeah, that's the only issue with this stuff that's further away. Yeah, it takes that that day to get. Okay, here's the, here's my last wild card. <coughs> I don't know if we discussed this. What if I said I just want to be on the Colorado Trail for as long as possible for four days? Yeah, and then pick a section. You know, I mean, right? I, I, I but I don't, I don't want to do that. I like this fourteener <laughs> if, thing. If we if we were doing that, this is what I would say we would do. We'd pick out the sec. We we because we ended in Breck. So what we would do then... But let's say we don't want to start in Breck for the next section. No, no, no. I would end in Breck. I'd go... So you'd for, go... You'd go to Leadville almost. Yeah, and then I would walk... For, walk backwards. Walk, walk back and end in Breck, and then you could, you know, chill in Breck for a half day or something. You don't want to chill in Leadville? Do it the other way? Breakfast. Have you been... You've been to Breck. Oh, yeah. You? Yeah. You're, you're well-versed in all things Colorado. Up <laughs> in Quandry while we're in Breck, so... I know. Um... All right, so we got a lot of options. I'm liking the not kill ourselves in the Chicago Basin option one, you know, and I like the idea that we can decide on day three what. Yeah, to do. I think I think I think so far option one seems to be pretty cool because we get a combination of some some pretty. It kind of checks a lot of boxes because it's not super far from Denver. You get to be on the Colorado Trail and you get to hit at least maybe one one fourteen or maybe two. Yeah. You know, and it's 30 miles. So it kind of does check a lot of boxes. And yeah. looking at the map. Um, and if you do not two 14 years, it would be significantly less mileage. Correct. It doesn't look like water is an issue. And although in Colorado, it's usually not super 
yeah. wet, but like th- there's water. There's yeah, water. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of small tarns and lakes, but then also creeks that are just like you know all over the place. We and were, like you know, you might hike a few hours between them, but when you get them, they're typically good Scott, water sources. We're getting some comments on you're saying creeks. Are you that, from Pittsburgh? That you, that you must be from Pittsburgh. I'm from Pittsburgh. No, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. But I didn't know creeks was a Pittsburgh thing. Neither did I. Creek, creek, whatever. Creek. I holler. Like it. Do I say holler? That's a that's, that's a that's, wait. That's what's a holler? You don't You've know what a holler is. What's a holler? It's a hollow. I'm like holler at you. No, yeah. like a it's hollow. A hollow. I know what a hollow is. Yeah, that's that's it. It's so they call a holler. Yeah, yeah, that's like a Southern Ohio thing too. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a Southern Ohio. West Virginia. <laughs> so Ron Reed <laughs> says sec- CT section seven eight are nice. That's right after. Yeah, that's that's, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it looks like, so if we did this thing, looks like water's good. Looks like trail access is good. Logistics look, I mean, I think we're pretty, spoiled. Pretty we're easy. spoiled. Yeah. I, I think the downside is, and I don't necessarily have a problem with this because we're, we're tourists, but the downside is the 14 years will be packed. That is an actual downside yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, no, they're, they're not going to be as bad as Beardstat or something like that. And if we're, if we're diligent about getting up. Pretty early, getting up, we we would have a head start because yeah. there's a lot of people that come up and do them in a single day. So like we'll come drive. in and invade the trailhead, and then get up them. You know okay. what I mean? So if we're there, and even in some cases a couple miles in, we'll be ahead of that crowd. But on the way down, we'll be passing some people. Okay, that's yeah. okay. Great. We'll zip them with the drone. Yeah. I have to check the drone. Laws yeah, I was just gonna say you need to check the drone laws first. <laughs> I know. But I love a good drone shot. Um, all right, that was uh, that was good. That was awesome, Scott. Thank you. You did all the work for us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. I didn't do that much work. I mean, it's yeah. just looking at stuff. If you um, if I was like, I think you might have touched base. If I was like, hey, we can go. Like, where is the most? I can think. I think you just talked about it, the most sought after spot in your mind to go in Colorado, like your bucket list Colorado spot. Is yeah, it that area you, you were Chicago talking about Basin. earlier? I mean, I think that's the one that I haven't yet managed to get to that. I've, I mean, how cool would it be taking a train? To the get train know, aspect right? yeah. alone is pretty sick. Yeah. 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 It's, and just, you know, there's some really cool peaks. It's just gorgeous. That whole area. I mean, this San Juan's are, it looks really pretty. Yeah. 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 Uh, and maybe another time. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe we say F it. And we're like, yeah, I don't know. Let's just do it. I don't know. Probably not. You have to take off time off the other trip. I know, right? No, I know. We're still trying to convince Scott to come on the other trip. Back to the back to backpacking considerations. What do you have to pay off your wife with? <laughs> exactly, and that's <laughs> to what get it's two all weeks. Come down to yeah. Um, no, this has been awesome. Yeah, we cranked this out. All we need to do now is, and we we already have a pretty. We just need to pick the actual dates, and we have specific a, dates. We yeah. have a pretty close span that we're looking at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there is a Buckeye Peak that's somewhere near, maybe where it's not a fourteener, but how many fourteeners uh, are there? There's fifty some oh, of shit. them, and it kind of depends. Buckeye on, Peak. Where is this? It depends a little bit on your definition of what it is, what a fourteener is, because depending on the saddle, the distance between two peaks. So like, um, is there going to be snow up here? Um, there might be small patches on okay. off sides, like depending snow, on time snow. of year. Okay. So there is debate actually about okay. how many 14ers there are, you know, oh, okay. <laughs> which is kind of, kind of funny. That is um, kind of funny. 
And so, I mean, there's like some say 53, others, I'm trying to look like what, like Gary Roach had, because he's kind of the Buckeye. It's got to be. It was Buckeye Lake. Yeah. Yeah, there's snow whenever they took this picture. Yeah, it says Buckeye Peaks 12,867. Ooh. Ooh, that's not even close. I like this whole, so that, like, I know nothing about, like, peak bagging culture. It's like sure. its own thing. It's its thing. own thing. It's yeah. its own thing, you yeah. know? And in, in, like, anything else, like, it gets... It gets hated. It gets... T- oh, yeah. It, and it absolutely hey, should hey. be hated to some degree. Here's yeah. a game changer. What? You can fly from Denver to Durango. I saw that. I know you <laughs> yeah, can. Yeah, you can fly. Yeah, you can. Yeah, well, true. Sure, yeah. But then you don't have a car. That's true. And we, so you just need a train. The cool thing about the Chicago Scott, Basin is, is you is don't need a car. Is your wife going to be just ferrying us through? I know, right? I mean, the cool Shout thing about out. the Chicago Basin is you can absolutely fly to Denver or to Durango, and then you get on the train in Durango and take the train up to Chicago Basin. So you don't need a car to get down there. Oh, I see what you mean. But then, honestly, like the time it takes to drive to Denver in Denver traffic and sort through security at DIA and fly to Durango... You can yeah, almost I, just drive there too. Uh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. So, yeah. 58 14ers according to Rocky Top Wrangler. And there are 53 according to 14ers.com. Ooh, they're so content. So, yes. This is what I'm saying. So because. I feel like the definition should be pretty easy. Yeah. Is it above 14,000 feet? Well, but the point is this. Like if you have a 14,000 foot peak and then there's a saddle that drops 200 feet and that comes back up 200 feet to another peak. Yeah. Are those two uh, separate mountains yes. or is that one mountain? No, it's two separate ones. And I so some people Maybe would not. often say, what is that? What is your line? You know, because if it's like, if it's 10 feet, then it's one mountain. If it's 20 feet, mean. if it's 200 feet, so where do you draw is that Is that line? the demarcation, the dip or not the distance between the two? It's a little bit of, it's prominence. It's the mass of the mountain itself. So different people define those things in different ways. So there is debate on exactly how many there are. And so some people like when you get into peak bagging, it gets really much like through hiking, much like yeah. anything, like people yeah. that get really in these wormholes, it, it, it becomes awkward, right? Because some people will try to make the claim that you have to have a minimum ascent and descent. So for example, there's, there's four Colorado peaks, Lincoln, Cameron, Democrat, and Bross. They're all in like one big circular trail. You can hike and go across the summits of all four of them in a pretty small distance of time. And some people would make the argument that you would have to technically climb one, descend. I see. Climb uh, the next one, descend. He's like the purest. Climb the next one, descend, to purists. count as if you've climbed all of them. Okay. As opposed to just hiking across all of them. You know okay. what I mean? Yep. So, whatever. It's like, it, what is your climb? What yeah. is your trail? You know, right. you define your own right. parameters and... And I don't know, you know, that's why Winston's like, oh, how many are there? Well, there's 58, there's 53. Sure. I you see know, what, 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 what are your, what are your parameters? I how do you see. define those peaks, those prominences, the saddles, the dips, like, like that North Eolus and Eolus that we were talking about, you know, like, right is that two other. or is that yeah. one? Who knows? Yeah. You know? I don't know. So, uh, Ron Reed said there are 58 14ers named on the USGS. So he's maps. going by the USGS. Well, exactly. But then some of those aren't considered because yeah. the saddles are too small. So it's okay. one peak or one ah. massive, you know. Here's an interesting comment too. Greg Morton says you need to have at least 300 feet of elevation gain for it to be a 14 peak. And that's a common thing in terms of the saddles yeah. between them. Yeah. But again, people have debated that too. Right, so right, that right. is commonly an accepted term. <sighs> Whatever. 
Hey, if we're standing on the top of something that's 14,000 feet. I think that's, a, I feel like it's, it's like, if it's above 14,000 feet. Okay. Then why is it called a 14 or if it's not, but then you bring up some good points about if there are two points, 10 feet away from each other. Should those be two 14ers? Yeah, I, I, I get it. And again, like the saddle, if it's 299 yeah. feet. Yeah. Versus 300 feet. Just put some rocks on it. Yeah, exactly. You know, Build like, a cairn. Uh, who yeah. knows? You know. Um, I love it. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Wow. Okay. So first of all, everybody needs to go over to the Endeavor Brewing yeah, and Spirits um, so uh, YouTube channel. First, uh, do that. Scott's got his own podcast. Um, if you're in the Columbus area, please go check out Endeavor. Um, it's in Grandview. Great beer. Great atmosphere. Great patio. You can bring your dog. One to the of the patio. best patios, um, and they've got they're doing COVID right. Don't be worried about that. Um, you know, we were there last Friday. Check it out. Um, his channel is linked in the description. Um, this was really fun. This is yeah. a fun podcast. Yeah. Um, you did all the planning work. Uh, thank you. But uh, I think we had a good conversation on like yeah. what goes through your mind when you're planning trips, and it, it's it's always so different based on where you're going. You know, for sure. This one we got the 14ers aspect of it, so it's a it's it, it kind of throws that wrench into it, and we've got the fact that our transportation issues are pretty easy relatively. Yeah. Like if we were yeah. trying to do this trip and we, you know, we were just like renting a car or something, it would be a little bit trickier cause you'd have to loop this or something. I don't know 100%. what you do. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of spoiled in that. So thank you for that. Um, but yeah, a little insight into how we, we plan trips. We just plan one live. I think I, I bet we're going to do the first thing. Um, I, I can't see us doing two 14 ers but we'll see. We're going to put it on the agenda. I mean, if we go, yeah. if we go to the plan one now, <laughs> I don't, I don't think you're going up sunlight peak. <laughs> oh God, whatever no. it is. <laughs> no, I, I, I have some, I seriously have some, some height issues. So, okay. Yeah. And that's the thing. Okay. Like, both of them yeah. know that massive and Albert, like, yeah, you, no, you I mean, have I saw the, I saw that there are people bringing dogs up there. Yeah. Yeah. About it. yeah. It's, it's their trails. Um, yeah. all right. Anything else? No, this was awesome. So this was super fun. Yeah. And everybody that's listening, uh, just via the podcast, you know, watch it on YouTube, get the full picture. Yeah. You, we, um, we had things up on screen the whole time. So, uh, it's super helpful. And if you're someone who's looking to plan a trip to Colorado, both the comments, um, the comments of this video are a really good resource. Um, what Scott has talked about is a great resource and, uh, hopefully, you know, somebody, it's out there yeah and thanks to everybody in the chat for all the great tips and suggestions yeah thank I was you reading them. yeah um we will be back next friday with the call-in show have i told you what we <laughs> you you mentioned that last time yeah we'll be we're gonna put some more stuff out on instagram this week but next friday everybody you are not gonna want to miss this so that is it We'll be back to our sloppy self. we'll be back <laughs> thank you to scott thanks for bringing the booze as always this yeah. is great yeah. stuff I'm glad I only drank one. Yeah. Um, sneaky. Sneaky. Love it. All right, everybody. Anything else? No. Have a good night. Have Stay a good safe. night. See you. Bye-bye.